Inquisitor-Sai's plan for revenge is falling into place as the Jedi Nienna trusts his friendly ruse. With a ship filled with Force artifacts and a mission of vengeance, what could go wrong? As you're going through the corridors, you meet Laris escorting Nienna. Before I round the corner, I, I, I'm just going to act like I didn't know that she was here already. And I'm going to be like, hey, Bay, I know this is a new ship and all, but we really need to get some... Oh, hey, hey. Oh. Sorry, you're here. Okay, yeah, yes. uh, I put it back in there. Uh, sorry, everything. This is kind of our new baby. Uh, we spent a lot on it. And I reach over and like a pipe falls. <laughs> it has a few kinks in it, but it we're, uh, we're slowly repairing it. Welcome to our home. We, we don't have any guest furniture. And the Dejaric table came broken. It's, uh... It's... Looks like some idiot tried to fix it. <laughs> Who would do that? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's fine. It's, it's quite a lovely ship. She's lying. Of course. You don't need to make a roll. She's lying. Yeah, uh, where do you want to, uh... What do you need? Where do we need to go? Uh, where are we meeting Kita? If you take me to your, your cockpit, I can put in the coordinates. We're going to have to make a series of jumps. You understand. Yeah, sure. Not a problem. And I'm moving towards, uh, and Laris is following me. Mm -hmm. And she sits down and I'm playing the role of a, love, a loving husband as <laughs> I uh, grab her shoulders and like awkwardly massage them. It's like, yeah, just go wherever, uh, where are we heading to? Nienna is going to go to the computer. She does not want to give you the coordinates. Mm -hmm. She's going to go up to the controls and input them her, herself, if that is, unless you or, or Laris stop her. I am totally fine because we can read the database later on. She taps in a, a couple of commands. I reached out to, to Knight Kita through the network while I was selling the ship, so he knows to expect me in a different freighter. Okay, so uh, did you tell him about me? Yes. Okay. Oh, it wasn't a direct communication. You can't just, like, call him up on the holonetic? Oh, that makes sense. I mean, you guys are, you know, who you are. Okay, so where are we heading? We're going to head for a, a, another planet in the Outer Rim. Great, great. Just put in the coordinates here, and uh, Laris will uh, get you there. Did you call her Laris? Oh my god, I just did. But she doesn't know her name, I don't think. You sure you didn't introduce her as Doria earlier? Yeah, I did call her Doria, but go ahead. Yeah, okay. I'll say Laris. Who's Laris? Oh, uh, that's you. That's I'm sorry. That's her name, Varric Laris. But when we're on planets, we don't really give our na names to people. Like, uh, what's her name? What was her name again? Hanika. We, we, you don't actually use your real name in front of Mia, do you? Well, of course not. Exactly. Uh, so Doria is her name, and Slick is my name. Give me a <laughs> deception roll. That was such a fuck up. Oh, god damn it. And in fact, I'm going to flip this dark side destiny point so that instead of two purple, it's now a red and a purple that you're against. Oh, it's such, it makes so much sense. Can I flip one too? Yes, you can. I will flip one. And try to negate something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a fuck up. I got two successes, thank God. Yeah, uh, oh, of course that makes sense. I'm so disappointed in myself. You're like covered in sweat. <laughs> kind of like your your luck is going to run out soon. You've been passing all of your lie checks. Oh my God, I'm so tired of this. I just, I'm not supposed to be lying. Okay. <laughs> and yet, and yet. Cross our fingers that this keeps up. I nod my head and I look back towards uh, Laris. <laughs> I shake my head. We're lifting off. And away you go. Let's have Laris, a.k.a. Doria. A.k.a. Laris. Make our astrogation check, or her piloting check. 
see, piloting planetary. And this is pretty simple. So we're only getting her one purple. Oh, yeah. Yep, she's fine. Two you successes. know that scene in like movies when people accidentally say the wrong name and you always think like, oh, God, no one would do that. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Like, just, just such an easy to would call. Would never it. happen. Would never happen, Laris. Am I right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, cool. So Laris is uh, – and it's probably like a day's journey or something along those lines. Yes. So cool. And much like your trip out to Socorro, it is a series of hyperspace jumps. Because much like on your way to Socorro, you wanted to obscure your tracks. She, of course, has an even more vested interest in hiding her tracks. Cool. Yeah, it's getting close to night, and we're getting closer to one of the larger micro jumps. Mm-hmm. Micro. This is not even a micro jump. This is a jump. Yes. So, so it's getting close to what you would assume like is kind of a nighttime. And that during this time, I've introduced her to uh, Bone mm-hmm. and things like that. But it's getting closer to uh, when this time that she asks where, to, like, you know, where can I take a sleep? Mm-hmm. Where can I sleep? So I, I point her to like one of the bunks because this this is a YT thirteen. They have two bunk beds. Mm-hmm. And at first she's like, oh, no, no, I, I can't sleep there because this is where you, you and Laris. And I'm like, oh, no, we, we me and Laris uh, sleep on on the top bunk. Oh, uh, I don't use my accent, but uh, Laris and I sleep on the uh, top bunk. Um, but before I, I turn in, can I check on the uh, the cargo before? Yeah, yeah. I was actually, actually very curious. What, what What is that? Like, what is it? It's just some artifacts that I've picked up. Can I see them? I can show you my artifact. I hold up uh, the artifact, uh, the the box. Yes, yes. Uh, take take me to where you you've kept it. Uh, yeah, I go back to the cargo bay mm-hmm. and I grab like the wooden box. I open up the wooden box and I show her the. Uh, it looks like an old uh, lightsaber that's been burnt out. It's mm-hmm. uh. It's the the hilt that you took off of Mudonan, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this is a, a shorter hilt than than usual. Yeah, and I, I show it off. Mm-hmm. This is what uh what we were able to find. We found it. Uh, believe it or not, but this was actually came from, we found it in a crash site on Gamor. It's fascinating. I don't think I've seen a Shoto hilt in for in person in in fifteen years. Oh, do you think it's worth much? I mean, it doesn't have a crystal in it, so it's probably not worth that much. But there's certainly collectors who'd be interested. Thank goodness. I mean, honestly, we're hoping to, you know, make it big enough in order to do some repairs here. I mean, we, I mean, everything's working in the ship. It's just, it's a little bit more expensive than we thought it would be having our own ship. Anyways, yeah, let's, uh, let's see your stuff. And now you see her making the cursory look at her makeshift security system on her cargo box. And she seems satisfied. She opens it up, not taking any care about the hair that she had in place. And she looks at the the three boxes, which you left in, you know, roughly the same place as they were before. Any differences can be attributed to they were hustled through a spaceport. And she ignores the two boxes that you had opened and instead goes to the third box, which is the um, the largest of the three. It, it's as tall as the, the box is wide. So it just barely fits inside. So it's about a meter long, this this last box. She uh, she takes it out and she's like, I can barely even stand to to touch some of the, the other things that I've acquired. But this this is something special. What is it? She lifts the the lid off and she reveals a shield. It's about one meter tall, so about three feet, but it's narrow, like not even quite as wide as her her body is. And it's made out of hammered brass. What is this? I haven't had a chance to to properly identify it yet, but she looks around and she gets this, this mischievous gleam in her eyes. It's a very girlish gleam. She says, all right, just stand there, all right? Okay. Don't move. 
Okay. And she takes a, a couple of steps back, and she takes the shield out of its its case and slides it over her arm, and she holds it up, and she says, All right, run at me. I'd rather not. No, no, it'll be fine. What, what does it do? I don't recall you being so untrusting. I No offense, but when it comes to those sort of things, like, they freak me out a little bit. Uh, she is going to roll persuasion. What is your discipline? Three yellows. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have a high discipline. Actually, oh, no, we're going to use charm here because she gets an automatic advantage. I'm sorry, what did you say? Three yellow? Uh, or three yellow. Three red. All right, so she got three successes and two advantages. So she is, she's just a, kind of bats her eyes. Please. Running towards you. <laughs> And as soon as you start to run towards her, she holds up the shield kind of in a bracing position and you take a couple of steps and then you are suddenly force pushed back. It's not a hard push. It's just enough to kind of scoot you back a couple of steps. What was that? The shield, it gives the, the, the bearer the ability to use the force. It, very limited. That's, that's all it can do. It can't actually hurt anybody, but even somebody that isn't... That's kind of weird and interesting, and it's weird. It's why we need to to take care of it. And she brings it back to the the container, very carefully stores it back away. Even though it's not the most powerful artifact we've ever come across, it's not something that we can risk falling into the hands of someone that's not trained. I guess. Uh, what what about these other two? I point towards the uh, two <laughs> objects. The two remaining objects. Yes. What are these, Linda? <laughs> Linda. Sorry, I called Laris Laris under you. <laughs> How'd you know my name was Linda? Uh, she points to the, the middle box. Uh, this is just a, an interesting thing to have around. When you touch this one, you witness some kind of alien celebration from, from the very early years of the galaxy. It's a race that the person that I was buying it from, who is an extremely well- known collector of alien artifacts had no idea who they were hadn't even seen a reference to these creatures before uh it's it's something it's something else would not recommend viewing it right before you go to bed i think i'll pass on getting any views from any of these thing what's that one right there it makes me feel weird roll me a deception <laughs> Why do I why do I lie? Why do I lie? Remember, you have a black die in addition to two purples. So purple, purple, black, and I'm going to use one of my forces. Okay, two. I got two successes and two failures, two threats. There you go. I'm so proud of you. She looks at you, um, eyes filled with concern. It should. It's a, a dagger in the box, and I can't. I. I I can't even touch it. Yeah. I've, it had to, one of my uh, companions on that trip was actually the one who, who transported it. It was used by some extremely powerful dark force user. It's terrifying. I'm going to be honest. I really don't want that kind of stuff on my ship. It's, it's all packed up. I'm just saying you should have told me. Like, that's dangerous. You, dark, the... It's only dangerous if a dark dark force user comes into contact with it. Someone like you and I, we can't even touch it. Okay. What happens if a dark force <laughs> user touches it? I comes in contact with it. I I wouldn't even want to begin to guess. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make sure we lock up all this and just that's the first thing off my ship, please. Of course. And don't tell Laris about this. She hates this stuff. I. She tilts her head. But I thought you were dealing in the same sort of artifacts. There's a difference between this and I hold up like the little lightsaber. This is a piece of technology that this this is filled with weird energies. She doesn't get that with the cybernetic thing. It doesn't compute exactly. She nods. But you should know, Varric, dark or light, this is all part of our history. A history that was taken from us. If you come with me, you should work with, with Knight Kita and I. We're working to reclaim what was stolen from us. What was stolen from us was a childhood. I mean, you... It's did bigger you, than you and I. Did you ever even... Did you agree to become a Jedi? No, we were picked up when we were kids. Listen, it's great that you think that Knight Kita's great and you have a purpose, but we never asked for this, and... I'm glad that I'm kind of on my own and away from all of this, aren't? And I'm, I just don't understand why you're so into it. It's, the Force has never brought us anything but pain. She say, shakes her head and, and sighs. I can't force you to understand, but when we have these these abilities, when we have this power, we have a responsibility to that's greater than just ourselves. We don't have a responsibility. We have a genetic fluke that gives us a tool to use occasionally. Something and it's helpful. a tool that can be used to help the galaxy. Or help ourselves. Listen, Niana, I'm not, not, I don't know what you're trying to preach to me. I'll meet your Knight Kida, but like I said, this, I've seen what the Force can do to a childhood. It's not great. I mean, I, yes, I had Madonin. That was great, but I lived on a jungle. For years, do you know how weird it is to go through puberty while you're in a jungle with the only person there as an Ithorian? I that's that. It's frustrating. So I'm I'm just saying, I found I found a life for me here. I, I'm not ready to rush into anything, but I will meet Night Kita. Okay. All right. That's all Good. that I ask. Perfect. Uh, anyways, you you can take you can uh, sleep. Uh, we'll we'll man the cockpit, and if the message comes in for you, we'll make sure to to wake you up. All right. Cool. And I'm walking away, and I'm closing the cockpit. The oh, cargo bay. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I close the cargo bay, and then I'm I'm sitting down at the bridge, uh, staring straight ahead, and uh, Laris is there, and she can definitely tell that I'm just stewing, anger bubbling up for me. <laughs> Has Nienna retired? She should have been. Bones is watching her right now. He will let me if she's awake. Have you learned anything from her? I've learned far too much. She's idealistic about the whole Jedi way. I was hoping that she was not so entrenched. I feel pity for the woman. And Laris tilts her head. Pity? She's a victim as much as I was. As much as anybody was when it comes to the Jedi. We were sold as slaves for a Jedi, and, and, and what? She finds him again, he comes, finds her, and rescues her after a few years of slavery, and she's happy to be there to serve him? That's not... She's not a believer. She's brainwashed. She feels that she owes him something. It's a sickness. The Jedi are not known for rational behavior. They're not, but still it's troubling to see. I'm no. sorry you are troubled, sir. Oh, that's very okay, dear. I worry... She does have artifacts, which will be good. And if I can get, get Kita, <laughs> if I can get Kita and find him, yes. When we reemerge from hyperspace, should we inform Inquisitor no, Tremaine? No, no, we don't know. 
We don't know if someone could intercept our message. The last thing we want is to give him any warning. This will be a, a solo mission for now. Sir, I am compelled to remind you that this is not according to protocol. And you can file a report when we are through with this, but for now you'll be following my orders. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Thank you. Anyways, write a report. Keep it private. Just for now, we're doing it by... Uh, we're doing it alone. Tremaine would understand completely. We'll be fine. If I need assistance, we will send up the call. Yes, sir. Just keep on being as silent as you can be. And I'm punching her in the shoulder, and I'm, I'm falling back into my she seat. She looks very confused at the shoulder punch. And I'm falling back in my seat, and I'm just kind of uh, staring at the hyperspace uh, outside our windows. Do you eventually fall asleep? As you noted, it is evening, the equivalent yeah. of, and it's been quite a long, exhausting day. I try not to sleep, but eventually I do mm -hmm. close my eyes and I drift. Mm -hmm. You are plagued by nightmares on the, the best of nights. Tonight's take on a, a, a more sinister tinge. It's nothing concrete, nothing that you can really put a name to, especially once you were awake. There's just this pressing feeling of, of darkness, of, of a claustrophobia in your dreams, in your nightmares. I feel even more like when I'm, I usually dream of claustrophobia, being stuck in something, but something seems like this time, it seems like the darkness is actually like choking me, like mm -hmm. forcing its way down my throat. It's physical. Yeah. And I, I eventually I do sit up with a, uh, with a start. And I'm frozen there for a second, just staring outside of the window at the... Laris uh, is, is continuing uh, at the controls. Doesn't seem to notice. How far, How long was I asleep? She checks the, the chronometer. Just an hour or so, sir. And our guest, she's still sleeping? R3B1 has not reported otherwise. Please call him Bone. It's easier on all of us. It is not his designation. It is my designation for him. Make the alteration to your memory file, Bone. Yes, sir. Fantastic. Oh, do you want anything to drink? You mm -hmm. do drink, yes? Yes, I do, but I do not require refreshment at this time. Delightful. Do we have calf? I believe there is some re some dehydrated calf in the supplies. Dehydrated. Delightful. This just keeps on getting better and better. And I'm uh, making my way back, uh, back to get a cup. As you, you stand up, we should be arriving at the coordinates, the final coordinates that Nana gave us in one hour. Delightful. Thank you. And... I'm moving back towards the uh, cargo bay. I bypass the calf. I'm not even mm -hmm. thinking, and I'm just kind of staring at the cargo uh, at the the crate, and I'm just kind of like eyeing it. And then I'm actually going to uh, I'm going to pull my I'm going to pull myself away actually, and force myself to sit at the table, but keep having my attention pulled towards the in artifact in cargo <laughs> bay. Hmm. I wonder which one it is. It's probably the shield. <laughs> Definitely the shield. You know, the fact that it didn't let me touch it really, it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a nice guy. I figure mm -hmm. that, you know, I, I'm friend-zoned and I can really turn my way out of it. <laughs> You're terrible. I will note, because this is something that GMs are supposed to tell their, their players, if you like, purposefully go to that dagger again, you're going to start accumulating conflict. Of course. But for investigating it, there isn't any, but if you do kind of succumb to this desire to go to it again, you'll start accumulating that. You're just sitting at the table? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I do eventually make calf for myself, but I don't even touch it. I'm too busy trying mm -hmm. not to think about the dagger because I'm not thinking about it. I'm thinking about everything else. Like I'm going through uh, all don't my best. Don't think about elephants. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm going through all my greatest accomplishments of uh, all the things I've ever, like toys I put together. Mm -hmm. All I'm sorry, not toys. <laughs> models. 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 They're models of that I put together, but it's not really helping. When you've been there for about half an hour, Nienna comes uh comes your way is that calf that i smell yeah yeah this uh 
There's a uh, there's a uh, pot over there of it. It's not very good. It's not very good. Um, it's it's fine. I any any port in a storm, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the, you should be a half an hour later. Said by the way. Good, good. Um, hey, let me get you. I'll get you a cup. Oh, oh, that's really not necessary. I can. No, no. Um, I can be I can be uh, a gentleman occasionally. So take a seat. I'll get you one. Um, all right. And I, you know, she sits at the table as I round as I round the corner to get the cap mm-hmm. and add the sedative. Oh, that's right. And then I'm stirring it, and I come back to her, and I set it down. So, Kita, you think yeah. he's going to respond by the time we get out of this thing? Oh, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, good. Uh, we we should be coming out. Uh, heck, any minute now. Great, great. And see, Laris here. We're going to say that that would be probably a medicine roll to make a sedative. Does that make sense? No, oh, that was yeah, Laris. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to roll. Laris is. <laughs> oh my god, Laris, you messed up and made PCP. <laughs> uh, so we're going to roll Laris's medicine versus Nienna's resilience. Cool. And you know what? We are going to spend a dark side point to upgrade one of Laris's dice. Oh, wah, wah. <laughs> Did she make PCP? <laughs> Let's see. All right, so that's canceled out. Go for Do not mess with my light side points. Yeah, the reason that I was saying this womp womp is a despair popped up, Ooh. which is, of course, the opposite of a triumph. Uh, so there was one success, but we've got several, th- uh, a despair and a threat still on the table along with that that one success. So, no, she did not make PCP because there was a success. But what what happens is um, it's Nienna is, is drinking and, you know, light conversation. She doesn't steer it back towards anything as serious as, as the Force and the, the Jedi. It's more just trading stories of, of the exotic places that you've seen. And she feels her, her head start to droop. And she just looks up at you and just this sadness in her, her oddly colored eyes. What have you done? And just this look of betrayal crosses her face as she finally slumps forward. I'm sorry, Niana. I say as I stand up and I'm grabbing the binders that I was I hid uh, and I slap him on her hands. It's nothing personal. I'm going to save you from Kita. Save you from yourself. And don't worry as I'm dragging her towards the refresher that that uh, Bone has sliced in order to make like to be able to seal it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save you, and when I bring you to the Emperor, I will speak on your behalf, and you will be given a proper duty. And I sit her down on, like, the refresher, and I, you know, kind of make her as comfortable. Someone of your loyalty should not be wasted on the Jedi. And then, uh... Roll me perception versus two purple. I got two successes and a threat. Yay! Oh, I said threat! Yay! Pretty sure it's the first time in this podcast. I know. As you are are setting her her up, your hand brushes along her wrist. You know, you're kind of positioning her in the binders. You don't feel a pulse. Oh no! No 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 no! Niana, Niana! And I drag her out and I drop her on the mm-hmm. ground and I slap her across the face once or twice. Roll me medicine. I'm actually gonna. Yeah, I'm trying my best too, and I'm calling Laris. Yeah, this is a uh, a hard roll. Yeah. So three purple. For the the Fonzie uh, approach to medicine. Hit it a couple of times. What did I get? You got two successes oh! and two threats. <laughs> wow, and you only had two green dice for that roll. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, do I? Should I have green? No, yeah, I should have the two. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't recall you putting points in, in medicine. No, my, I'm rolling really good today. Unlike last night, last time where I just 
it was a comic comedy of errors. As you slap her extremely hard across the face a couple of times, she coughs. <coughs> so there, but she still remains passed out. I shoot a glare towards Laris. I'm like, she she wasn't breathing. What did you put in it? It's a standard sedative. Do we have a bioscanner on this damn ship? It's several years old, but... That will have to do. And I'm going to, like, try to get a scan to see if she's going to continue drifting off of to death or not. Roll me medicine. Does Laris have medicine? Laris does not have medicine, but she is more intelligent than you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Then let's have her roll, because... My, my my response is the Fonzie slap, and I don't think I could Fonzie slap the bio scanner. All right. She's getting a blue die because uh, you have the, the bio scanner now. <laughs> Laris is able to perform the, the scan, and as it comes out, reports come out, Laris kind of tilts her head at the screen. Sir, you gave her three times the recommended dose. I You gave me a vial. I was supposed that I assumed it was for one person. You did not specify how many doses to give. This is the standard recipe that is in our database. Okay, can we purge it from our system? If she has not... I shove my finger down her throat. (laughs) Not in Laris. No, she's just very uh, disconcerted at the the uncouth nature of of what's going on. I'll roll that Laris's resilience, Nienna's resilience. Two successes and an advantage. (laughs) And Nienna begins to puke. It's all right. All it's over right. your clothes. It's all right. I hated them anyways. <laughs> I, oh, yes, uh, you're still in your sparkly shirt. I'm like patting her back, uh, but as, as she's like coughing, I finally like stand her up and push her into the refresher. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and she never regains consciousness. She's very obviously still passed out. Bone, get over here. Set up the bioscanner. I want you to have routine scans to make sure she's not unconscious or losing oxygen or what just make sure she's safe okay if there's a problem come find me or laris thank you laris how long until we get out of this we leave hyperspace 15 minutes sir let's go let's go um, hopefully we have keto waiting for us on the comms uh, you know what i am like pulling off my out like shirt tossing it into the trash and i'm going to get my uh inquisitor garbs dun 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 by the time i'm done i'm checking in on niana just once more mm-hmm. Bone reports, no change. Keep me posted, I say, as I, I'm i trying to push down my emotions. I'm not afraid. And I'm moving toward the bridge. Number one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fandible Solo Shot, Star Wars, Force and Destiny. Please follow Fandible on Twitter and Facebook and share this episode on social media. You can also leave a review for Fandible on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice to help others find us and enjoy games like this one. We can also be found on Patreon if you wish to make a monthly donation that helps us keep our equipment up to date and travel to gaming conventions to meet listeners like you. But most importantly, always remember, may the Force be with you.